again. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Ghoul's Room. We are your hosts. I'm Emmy. And I'm Julia. And welcome back. It has been a hot minute. Since we're we're the worst. Or, like, talk to you guys. Uh, I take full responsibility for last week. I didn't even post anything on Instagram either. I was so... <laughs> so my boyfriend... Um, I don't, he complains a lot about his like foot hurting and for literal months I've been like, Hey, maybe you should just go to the doctor. Like it's not a medical emergency, but like your foot keeps hurting. That's not fun for anyone. And then like last Thursday night at like 3am, he texts me, he goes, wow, my foot's really hurting. I can't sleep. It's so painful. And I was like, wow, maybe we should go to the hospital actually. And he was like, nah, it's fine. I'll just, it'll, it'll be fine. Then 6am he calls me and goes, Julia, I can't move. And I was like, excuse me? So his brother has a spare key. So I like ran to his brother's house. And I happened to actually have crutches because I fucked up my foot about two weeks, three weeks ago. So I like ran to his brother's house, grabbed some keys, had the crutches, then ran to his house, realized his brother gave me the wrong keys. I was like, you bastard. So Rob had to like crawl to the door to open it for me. And I get there and he's just literally like on the floor. And he cannot move. And even when he was on the crutches, he said the gravity was causing him, like, agony. Oh so my I was like, God. so we're going to the hospital, right? And he's like, no, no, I'll just Can lie you- in bed. And I was like, what the hell? Men. So his parents were coming up anyway. Um, this was Friday now uh, for, like, dinner. And they came up at, like, 5 p.m. or something. And they went for dinner that we were supposed to attend. They just brought us leftovers. But then they were like, okay, we have a car. So you're going to urgent care. Like there's no excuse now. So we shoved them in the car and uh, they were like, um, yeah, so you have infected gout in your foot, like a goddamn 16th century Lord. <laughs> and, like and they asked him all these questions. They're like, what's your oh diet? Like, how much do you drink? And they're like, we have no idea why you have this like fucking six foot, to string bean man and he has a disease that commonly comes from like eating really rich like boar and all those kind of foods and i'm like what'd you do so yeah i spent the weekend playing nurse because he couldn't even like stand to cook food kind of things he just was in bed all day did they end up giving him meds they did he was on seven pills a day and he just finished his last dose or today actually is his last day of medicine that's crazy rest in peace my man i actually ended up talking to my dad about it because he has gout in his big toe and in his eye Mm -hmm. or is it no no he has it no he has no he has gout in his toe and arthritis in his eye it's something weird in his eye it might be arthritis it's something weird i was gonna say it's either i think it must be must be the arthritis in the eye but like he got gout in his toe and it's from drinking too much yeah from like the acid and like alcohols or whatever yeah can yeah and he said he was like i told him about it and he was like oh my god he's like you can never compare the pain to gout because it's not just like oh it's sore and it hurts he's like you wake up in the middle of the night in like a cold sweat and he's like and there's nothing to eat. it's he's like it's the most excruciating pain yeah that like you could it hurt it hurts so bad and i was like what the fuck is wrong i felt you so bad like i didn't know what to do and we had like 
frozen peas to try and help his foot, but there was literally nothing we could do. And like I said, he would get on the crutches and just the weight of gravity was causing him pain in his big toe. And I was just like, good God. And then, why is it the God, toe? Felt, why is it the big toe? I don't know. It was, yeah, it was the big toe. And I mean, he drinks probably two ciders a week, I'd say. That's so, even like, weirder. So where's it I know, they from? were like, he doesn't, I mean, I guess cider has a lot of acid maybe, but I don't know, but it was wild. So I was just like, the podcast was not on my mind. Also, I felt so bad at one point I went to like leave and there's the space between his bed and his desk chair is not that wide. And so as I walked past him, I somehow brushed my hand against his <gasps> toe and this man, he screamed. I Dude. felt, oh I, my God. I felt so bad. Like I had spent that weekend taking care of him and then I just essentially like stab him in the foot. I was like, you essentially oh, no. ruined his life. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought we were laughing too hard, but I swear to, he probably would have burst into tears if we hadn't just started laughing. And I was like, I'm the worst. You're like, what the oh. fuck? Holy mm-hmm. crap. Well, I'm glad he's doing better. I hope this isn't yeah. like a reoccurring thing and they don't have to put him on like meds because my dad has to like for his gout it's like a you have to take permanent medication just to keep it at bay it's like some weird sinister thing yeah and it was scary because i i in case you guys haven't figured it out i'm a hypochondriac so i google all medication that like anyone has put on in my life and the gout medication they gave him i've never seen a medication that does this because obviously you can overdose on anything but this medicine had in like big bold letters do not mess up your dosage because it will kill you. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> excuse? So I had this man on a schedule. I was like, absolutely not. Like, I actually ended up scaring him. I think he was supposed to take three of them a day and he only took two a day because I think he was so scared. He's like, I don't want to die. Please. I know, but like, I've never seen a medicine where when you Google it, they're like, if you mess up your dose, go to the hospital immediately. And I was like, what the hell? holy shit so yeah that's where i've been i also got my first vaccine like total subject change congratulations i got my first dose yesterday i had zero side effects i have a tiny little bruise that like hurts if i poke it but that's that's it and i'm like yeah i'm amazed you're like part of the minority of no i got no side side effects effects. that's what we're talking about pfizer yeah i got pfizer uh, they said I might have more the second time because like it's already in your system kind of thing. But I didn't even feel it when she put it in my arm. And I was That's like, so nice. I am terrified of needles. So it might have been the adrenaline. But like she was like, OK, <laughs> we're doing it now. Sharp pinch. <laughs> so oh, I was like, my God. <laughs> like, holy crap. Holy crap, holy crap. I was like, did she do it? And then I was like, oh. Yeah. That's amazing. So, Mine didn't hurt the excited. second time, but the first time the lady was, she definitely probably had done a few already that day and she was mm. just over it and like really done. <laughs> and like, yeah, she literally just like, I like sat down and she already like in and I was like, oh, and it like hurt. I was like, oh my God, I'm scared to come back to you, but I have to. I was like, I'm afraid of you. But then she was, she was in a lot, she was in a better mood the second time. Oh, no, my lady was super nice because they, I literally like the second they opened it up, I, I set an alarm in the morning so that I could get my, uh, mind scheduled. And it was just a massive line of like 20 somethings. Cause that's what the age group they opened it up to. And they definitely had scheduled too many. So I stood in line for about an hour 
And when I got to her, yeah, she was talking to me. She's like, I am so sorry. All these things. And I was like, I do not care. It is fine. And she's like, everyone's been so nice today. And I was like, yeah, we all want our vaccine. Don't worry. Yeah, you guys have been waiting for so long. I'm like, I will stand in this line. I don't care. It was a gorgeous, like 65 degree sunny day. I was like, I do not care. (laughs) Absolutely. You're joining the club. Welcome in. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) I get my second one, August 31st. And then I'm good. Then you're free, unless they decide that it's a yearly thing. I think it's going to be. Yeah. Kind of like the flu shot. Yeah. Which I'm fine with it. Give it to me. I wonder, you think it'll be two sets every time or will they make one? I don't think so. It'll be be so nice if they're able just to make one. I think it'll be like a singular annual booster shot kind of thing. Oh, I hope so. The two, but I had to go into town today because I, um... This was a first for me. I stepped on my glasses this morning. I felt like, oh my goddamn, God. uh, what's her face? Scooby-Doo. Um, Velma. Velma. Yeah, <laughs> I stepped on my glasses and I was like, oh, fuck. So I went into town to get them fixed and such. And I was so uncomfortable with the amount of people that were in town. And I was like, I have yeah, not been hell, here the hell, the hell? in months. I was like, there are too many people surrounding me. I just kept sanitizing my hands. I was like, oh, I'm not happy right now. We made it, it is super back. weird seeing like crowds of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't leave my house, so I'm I'm seeing pictures online. But like, I'm assuming it's really overwhelming to go outside. Yeah, and it's my flatmate's birthday on Monday, and we have a reservation at a restaurant, which I'm pretty okay with that but she wanted to go out drinking tomorrow night and i don't want to bail because like it's her birthday but part of me is like i don't want to be out yeah like what i'm like can we drink at home can we get drunk yeah. in the flat can we just stay <laughs> i'll do that here? <laughs> we'll just stay here <laughs> that would be great do not know how to like emotionally or mentally act in a bar like i don't know how to do that again yeah. like how how does one communicate in general <laughs> i in general yeah. i can't my social and now things are starting to pick up again so i've signed up for um what is it called personal training because i need to lose those uh covid pounds i've signed up for therapy again i've signed up for like all these things and now i'm like oh my god so many new people in my life that i need to be social with and i'm like ugh. <laughs> but it's all for good reason i definitely need to do something yeah. about like just everything but i'll get there it's the fact that i'm yeah. thinking about it is the first step so <laughs> exactly, exactly exactly yeah uh i'm trying to think because it's been what like three weeks so i'm like what else should i update everyone on um i don't know we're getting we're last i'm starting to do my dissertation stuff i can't remember if i told everyone but my uh supervisor disappeared and I now have a new one that I will be meeting Monday. And I'm like, all right, cool. Very exciting. <laughs> Getting things no done. No idea what's happening there. Yeah. So it's drawing to a close. I might have a new job and I might have gotten it because of this podcast. Um, it is just at a local family owned shop. But I mentioned that I have a podcast and they thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I was like, that is so idiot. cute. I love so that. I did like a little if they're trial listening, shift. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hi please hire me <laughs> <laughs> hi please let her in <laughs> we did a trial shift which is a thing in england i don't think it's really a thing in the u.s where you literally work a shift and no i don't think it so it doesn't I think mean you're, you're hired. hired or not that's crazy 
yeah, no, you work a shift and they decide whether or not they like you. So I was like, okay. That's almost more nerve wracking than just interviews and then getting hired. Yeah. So I did a full, well, not full. It was a four and a half hour shift, but like, I really liked them and I want to work for them. And it was like, it's like a family owned sustainable grocer almost. So you go in and you can bring in like your glass jars and get grains and pasta and fruit and veggies and we were just chilling there and at one point she was just like oh i'm hungry i'm gonna go get a plum do you want one and she just like grabbed this plum and it was so good and i was like girl hire me and let me eat all of your stuff (laughs) amen (sighs) yeah but anyway i think i think we've caught everyone up i don't i don't have a life i don't do anything at this point so me neither since I built my just PC, I've just been home yeah. and playing it oh, yeah. all the time. <laughs> I would be too. I've been playing the Mass Effect series now that it's been revamped, whatever it's yeah. called. Uh, so I'm on Mass Effect 2 now and I'm like, oh. I'm into it. I'm into it. Hell yeah. I'm taking my TikTok career very seriously now. <laughs> she is. She's killing it right now. That's no joke. <laughs> that is no freaking joke. But it's so bad because i started it being like what's the difference between u.s and uk college and then just i don't know why but something i was like i'm going to rate how long i would realistically date the marvel men and it blew up to it has over a million views um (laughs) i don't yeah so it just so that's what I spend my days doing now because people liked it so much. Now then I did like the women and Marvel Men Part Two, Part Three, and I'm like, oh my god, this is my life now. This yeah, is it. it's, it's snowballed. Just a thirst page for it really did, and people Which liked is it. Fine. Some people didn't. Some people did not. I got a very angry message today. <laughs> I was today, like, oh, I thought. Yeah, I thought they were kidding because I posted about the new Loki show. There was a scene in it that I was like, why is this Loki attractive? Like Loki as in L-O-W-K-E-Y. And someone was like, yeah, I get it, but stop talking about Or like, how about we don't? And I was like, nah, because I thought they were joking. I was just like, haha, nah. And she was like, okay, no, I have to actually find the comment because yeah, I what thought we were having a, like, joking moment. Like, playful banter? Yeah, I thought it was some, like, playful banter and then she responded and I was like, oh, I don't think we're having banter right now. <laughs> what did she say? Okay, she said, or they, sorry, I don't know what their gender is. Okay, I understand and I get it, but stop, just stop, please. And I responded with never because I was like, I don't know. And they said, okay, but how about this? Maybe consider just accidentally not opening your mouth. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? So I just responded with, damn, all right. (laughs) That person's nasty. But we were not. Jesus, what a jerk. Yeah, so I was was like, you know what? Everyone else is agreeing with me, so bite me. But I was like, oh, it is too early for this shit. (laughs) People can be aggressive dude people are so bitter about other people's success and just like being not even like success but just like being happy or like having a fucking good time and it's like what why like why does it bother you so much that someone else is just enjoying a a lot where people i get a lot where people like this is why i hate marvel fans and i'm like hey i'm just having a good time i don't care my man (laughs) god 
What in the world? <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Let's see. Carrying on. Probably just go to my topic since I've rambled on enough about my life that no one cares about. Yeehaw. So if you are looking for the story, you can stop skipping around now. You can <laughs> hit play now. You found so. it. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. Don't worry. We've stopped talking. So I'm just trying to rearrange everything. I haven't <laughs> I haven't done this in <laughs> too long. Oh my god, please. Please. There we go. Good god. So today we are going to be talking about combo ghosts and witches. So we, I got my information because I forgot to say it last time, from BritishParanormal.co.uk, RoyalCentral.co.uk, and Wikipedia, of course. So today's story will be about Agnes Sampson, a Scottish healer and accused witch. She was also known as the wise wife of Keith. Um... I, when I first read that, I was like, who is Keith? Keith is a place, not a person. Oh. Samson became, <laughs> I know, I was like, okay, Keith getting all the uh, credit. No, it's, it's a location. <laughs> um, Samson became involved in the North Berwick witch trials during the late 1500s. She lives near Nether Keith, which is part of Keith Miracle Barony in East Lothian, Scotland. Lothian? I don't know. Sorry. She was reported to have healing powers and would act as a midwife. And the indictment against her indicated that she did have children and that she was a widow. So as two Americans from the New England area, all we were raised on really were like the Salem witch trials, at least personally. And I never really heard anything else. I mean, I knew other witch trials existed. There were other witch hunts. But yeah, all we hear about is the Salem witch trials. Also, if you hear doors slamming in my flat, that is a thing that has been happening. I am here alone. But I think you that was scary. I heard it. Oh, could you hear that? I did. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) in the world. Um, (laughs) Stop that. Yeah, I think the wind like travel (laughs) because I have my window open. But I think it creates a vacuum or something within the flat and it slams and opens my flatmate's door. Or there's a very angry ghost in here and I'm just been oh ignoring God. it. And that's oh my why God. it's angry. <laughs> but yeah, it just it slams periodically and I'm like, oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> anyway. That's fine. So if you hear that, sorry, my bad. It's just the door slamming. Um But like I was saying, there were a ton of witch trials all over the world, including Scotland. So in the spring of 1590, James VI was returning from Copenhagen after marrying Anne of Denmark. The journey back was very treacherous due to the constant storms raging around them. In the months... Is treacherous the right word? I feel like I shouldn't have used the word treacherous there. Because treacherous is more like you've been betrayed, right? Doesn't matter. Uh, No, that's. I think that's traitorous. Treacherous is like is dangerous. Um, okay, good, good. It was very treacherous <laughs> due to the constant storms raging around them. In the months following this journey, a witch hunt began in Denmark, where Anna Coldings, an accused witch, gave the names of five other women and said that they had been responsible for the raging storms. They confessed that they had, and I quote, sent devils to climb up the keel of her ship. In September of 1590, two women were born at, burned as witches at Kronberg. 
Kronborg, K-R-O-N-B-O-R-G. Apparently, uh, King James loved this whole witch hunt thing, and he was super into it, and so he decided to set up his own tribunal in Scotland. So, of course, when he came back to Scotland, the story of Agnes reached him because there's nothing worse than a woman who heals people and helps women give birth, because clearly they are evil and they should not have these powers. The story of the arrest, trial, and confessions of Agnes Sampson and the others accused of witchcraft is known from versions found in a pamphlet printed in London in 1591 called The News from Scotland, spelled N-E-W-E-S, and I will be reading excerpts from that in a hot second. By the autumn of 1590, Scotland was obsessed with their witch hunts, and many of those set to trial were questioned by the king himself. Agnes Sampson was accused by Gillis Duncan and arrested along with others and questioned regarding her role in the storm. Also, fun fact, I don't know if you've ever seen Outlander or read the books. Um, I think I've read the books. There is a character named Gillis Duncan in Scotland in the 1500s. Um, she's got some witchy hints. I don't know if this is meant to be the Gillis Duncan, but yeah, she's a little, she gets involved in a little uh, witch hunt there. So I was like, oh, I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. Um, But unfortunately, Agnes was put to torture and confessed and her body was shaved to reveal a either privy or privy mark. I think it's privy mark or a witch's mark. And these events were described in the 1591 London publication News from Scotland now, they had the olden English, Scottish, I don't know what it was, but thank God they also had the then kind of translated version because I was reading the old and there were added letters, there were letters taken away, and I was like, oh, I cannot read this. So this is the translated to modern English version of the excerpt that was in the publication. This aforesaid Agnes Sampson, which was the elder witch, was taken and brought to Holyrood Palace before the King's Majesty and sundry other of the other nobility of Scotland, where she was straightly examined, but all the persuasions which the King's Majesty used to her with the rest of his council might not provoke or induce her to confess anything, but stood stiffly in the denial of all that was laid to her charge, whereupon they caused her to be confined away to prison there to receive such tor torture as hath been lately provided for witches in that country. And for as much as by due examination of witchcraft and witches in Scotland, it hath lately been found that the devil doth generally mark them with a privy mark, by reason the witches have confessed themselves, that the devil doth lick them with his tongue in some private part of their body, for he, before he doth receive them to be his servants, which mark commonly is given to them under the hair in some part of their body, whereby it may not easily be found out or seen, although they be searched. And generally, so long as the mark is not seen to those who search them, so long the parties that hath the mark will never confess anything. That was one sentence. <laughs> oh, geez. I love reading. And I'm like, why do they not have punctuation? Like, they just use commas, comma, comma, comma. And I'm like, bro. Therefore, by special commandment, this Agnes Sampson had all her hair shaven off in each part of her body and her head thrawen with a rope, according to the custom of that country, being a pain most grievous, which she continued almost an hour, 
during which time she would not confess anything until the devil's mark was found upon her privates. Then she immediately confessed whatsoever was demanded of her and justifying those persons aforesaid to be notorious witches. So it sounds like they found some sort of freckle mole in her private area and they were like, oh, witch, burn her. And she was like, ah, shit, fine. Yeah. Jeez. People. Because, you know, yeah, I would not have survived in that time. I've got quite a birthmark on my thigh. Like, they would have. Yeah. I just like, like which, I'm covered like, in which freckles, freckles like, are like the good are like fine freckles is like my question. Like, is it yeah. the moles? Is it like, is there like a certain, do you have like a quota? Like, is there a freckle quota? Like, I just like, like, what the hell? I have a feeling, I do not know this for fact, but I have a feeling things that are raised, like moles and stuff, would cause more problems than gotcha. freckles. I just get the vibe that, I don't know, because they were like, I've also heard things that they think the witch's mark is meant to be a teat for, like, your familiar to feed off of. So oh, that's, that's why disturbing. I feel like they're raised. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a little odd. Love that. <laughs> Love that. I know. It's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. I just threw that in there. Oh, Lord. Um, but according to the news from Scotland, Agnes Sampson confessed to causing the storm that drowned Jane Ken- Kennedy by sinking a dead cat to which her companions had attached parts of a dead man into the sea near Lythe. Um, As one does. I don't know. The same charm raised the storm that had threatened the king on his return from Denmark. The English ambassador, Robert Bow, wrote in December 1590 that Samson had confessed to the king himself and mentioned attempts to obtain the king's shirt or other personal linen in order to work charms. On the 27th of January, she confessed that the... Sorry, the door slammed again. She confessed that the devil had offered to help her and her children because she was a poor widow. The devil appeared to her as a black man, a dog, or a hayrick. I don't actually know what a hayrick is, though. Um, She had attended a witch's convent at North Berwick with her son-in-law. They collected bones and powdered them for charms against the pains of childbirth. Samson said that Robert Bowes was, and I quote, a little black and fat man with black hair who had given the accused gold in a cellar while James VI was in Denmark to make a charm with a toad to hurt the king and make him infertal. Bowes noted that this personal description was inaccurate. Um, Samson said she had made a wax image of her father-in-law for a woman who complained about his behavior. I don't know. There was so much going on with this woman. And I don't know when they say like a little black man, I'm picturing like, I don't know if they mean like a shadow person or like a person of color kind of thing. Like, I don't yeah. know what's happening yeah. there. But yeah, that that was a quote. I don't, I don't <laughs> know what's happening. <laughs> From her mouth. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know what's happening here. Um, but there, yeah, she's just, again, though, with the witch trials, it's like, after a certain point, if you're torturing someone nonstop, they're probably just going to be like, yes, fuck it, whatever you want, I did it, whatever, whatever you think I did. But we have another excerpt. So according to the pamphlet, again, news from Scotland, Agnes Sampson was interviewed by James VI, who was skeptical of the material in the confessions, and she told him things about the conversation he had on, a wet, on his wedding night with Anne of Denmark that she could not have known. This is, again, like a translated from 
olden English. Item, uh, the said Agnes Sampson confessed before the king's majesty sundry things which were so miraculous and strange as that his majesty said they were all extreme liars. Whereat she answered she would not wish his majesty to suppose her words to be false, but rather to believe them and that she would discover such matter unto him as his majesty should not any way doubt of. And thereupon, taking his majesty a little aside, she declared unto him the very words which passed between the king's majesty and his queen at Oslo in Norway, the first night of their marriage, with their answer each to each other. Whereat the king's majesty wondered greatly and swore by the living God that he believed that all the devils in hell could not have discovered the same, acknowledging her words to be most true, and therefore gave the more credit to the rest which is before declared." Samson the sixth, or Samson? Nope. <laughs> James the sixth had not been convinced of Samson's guilt prior to this last confession, but afterwards changed his mind. Um, so on the 27th of January, 1591, the charges of witchcraft against her were drawn up with 53 points or articles of ditty, D-I-T-T-A-Y. Agnes Samson was taken to the scaffold on Castle Hill, where she was garroted and then burnt at the stake on the 28th God. of January, 1591. Yeah. Not, I not, not ideal, not how I would want to <laughs> go personally. Yikes. Yeah. Like, if I had to choose. Yeah. Definitely yeah, it wouldn't not be that. high on my list. I don't want to be garroted and I don't want to be burnt. So, yeah. Thanks, though. No. no. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is said to this day that Agnes haunts Holyrood Palace, which is in Edinburgh. Hold on. It should be. Yeah, it's in Edinburgh. Sorry. Just wanted to double check that before I said it. Um, I've seen it. I've never been there, but I have seen it. So, and it's so mean. So They call her now. They call her bald Agnes. I as hate a ghost that because they shaved her. I know. I was like, give her some dignity and yeah, death. my god. So give her one thing. Give her one thing. <sighs> I know. Sightings of bald Agnes date from the time of her execution through to the modern day. The most recent sighting is said to have taken place in 2014 when a maintenance guy was working late trying to repair a faulty lock. He said to have seen the ghost of Agnes appear at the end of a well-lit corridor and proceed to limp in his direction with, and I quote, slow, agonized movements, which would be horrifying to say the least. Startled, the worker let out a scream of terror, at which point the apparition evaporated into nothing. I'm just picturing a woman who's been shaved clearly mistreated like limping towards you and i and in, in the form of like an apparition visage. yeah like that's yeah, so as scary. like a ghost i would have shit myself yeah i know Same. i don't think you've st- i still don't think you've seen it but a uh, crimson peak no i know i've mentioned it before but it, there is a ghost that like i think she crawls along the floor and oh, it gives me geez. that kind of vibe where i'm like because her legs don't work craw- or something and i'm like crawling Ugh is like is next tier. Something about crawling is so terrifying. <laughs> like why? Yeah, I don't know. Stop slamming. I know. I'm sorry. Oh my god, it's bald Agnes. 
you <laughs> talked about her and now like, she's here you. oh my god I, hey i'm the one who said we shouldn't call you bald agnes yeah let's make that clear we're on your side too we're on your side like you were just a uh midwife i never got that too it was always like the healers that they were like you know what we should do we should murder the healers and it's like bro (laughs) as i wonder to do when they're all dead it's just the idea of like being afraid of things you just don't understand they're like well logically most of our women died during childbirth. So what are you doing that's preventing it? That's preventing mm. nature from taking its course. Yeah, it's called modern medicine, you fucking idiot. I bet you there weren't too many uh, male doctors being burnt at the stake, though, for a... Uh, that's true. Being... This is your daily dose of feminism. Hallelujah. Anyway. <laughs> Another sighting of Agnes is rumored to have taken place in the 1990s during a visit by the Chancellor of Germany. According to sources, the unfortunate witness was a young German diplomat who was seen running in fear from the office he had just entered. When he was questioned as to what was wrong, he responded that he had seen a naked and transparent spectral form floating midair with outstretched arms. I forgot to mention, yes, uh, Agnes's ghost is also said to be naked. So just to add that one. Did they shave her head, too? Yeah, yes, yeah. Okay, so they shaved everything. Shaved. So I was like, did they only call her bald Agnes because they shaved, like, the lady parts? I was like, was that it? No. I was like, what the fuck is <laughs> no. wrong with these people? <laughs> <laughs> no, every inch of her was shaved. Jeez. And yes, then, please. but of course, Agnes is not the only ghost to roam the halls of Hollywood. Uh, one spirit known to roam the palace is that of an Italian man named David Rizzio. He first began working as a musician at the palace and later became the private secretary to Mary, Queen of Scots. In 1566, Mary's husband, Henry Stewart, also known as Lord Darnley, believed that Mary and Rizzio, Rizzio were having an affair and became extremely jealous of the close bond between them. So, of course, as one does in this type of situation... Darnley conspired to murder Rizzio and forced Mary to witness his execution. Of course. Typical love quarrel. (laughs) Yeah, you know, jealousy happens to the best of us. Rizzio was stabbed 57 times directly outside Mary's private chambers before being thrown down the staircase. And to this day, the bloodstain remains on the wooden floor where he was murdered. According to palace staff, these floorboards have been replaced several times over the years. However, the bloodstains always reappear in the exact same spot. A ghostly figure has been seen in this area and unexplained noises heard late at night. One year later, in the early hours of the 10th of February, 1567, Lord Darnley was residing in an Edinburgh house named Kirko Field, where he was recovering from an illness. As he supposedly lay sleeping, there was a huge explosion, leaving very little of the home intact. Darnley's body, along with that of his servant, was found in a nearby adjoining orchard. At first, it was believed that they had been killed in the explosion. However, upon closer inspection, it was clear that they had been strangled and murdered before the explosion. Although it wasn't proven, many believed that Mary was behind his death as revenge for the murder of David Rizzio the previous year. Another theory was that the fourth Earl of Bothwell, 
James Hepburn may have had a motive, especially as he and Mary were married shortly after Darnley's death. Darnley's spirit has been seen on numerous occasions as well in and around his old quarters of Hollywood House. So, yeah, that is the story of just mainly Agnes and a few other ghosties at Hollywood. Holly, Hollywood? I don't know how to say it. I should know how to say it. Um, I've been meaning to visit there, and that's actually only like an hour and a half away from me. So I have no excuse once COVID is done. I will probably go visit. Maybe I'll see me a ghost. See you a ghosty. Oh my god, that's yeah. so that's so dis ah, the crawling, man. I can't do it. I know. You're <laughs> so scary. Still stuck in the crawling. Yeah. Yeah, I can't well, can now I keep imagining yeah, this like I just uh, Agnes all scary and it's, <laughs> it's just scary, man. Naked the, fucking, bald crawling towards you. Yeah, and the board's still bloody. How is that possible? Yeah. How do you change the floorboards and they're still blocked? I need answers. And you're just like, ugh. I need freaking answers. <laughs> well, I got none for you. I am sorry. <laughs> um, well, mine's a little less. Well, maybe it's spooky for some, perhaps not. I'm talking about mm -hmm. some fearsome critters. So cryptids, but they're called fearsome critters, which I think is so it's they sound kind of cute. I know it says fearsome, but like the term critters, I'm like, oh, my God, it's little scary guys. Critters. These are big scary guys. Yeah. <laughs> little fearsome I don't critters. Know. I picture I picture bugs. When people say critters, I picture bugs. So like, oh, not that cute to me. <laughs> I picture like chipmunks. <laughs> Ooh, that little chipmunk critter. That is fair. <laughs> um. <laughs> In this case, uh, fearsome critters is a term used to describe any mythical or folkloric creature from early lumberjack tales that were said to inhabit wilderness of North America. Fearsome critters were an integral part of oral tradition in North America, North American lumber camps during the turn of the 20th century, and this tradition continues until nowadays. Um, the character of the fearsome critters was usually more comical than frightful, Mainly because it was just a means to sort of like pass the time or to haze newcomers at the lumberjack camps. Um, a strange noise in sight they encountered or campers that were lost in the wild were usually, it was said that though the reason was because of the fearsome critters. Like if anyone was missing, it was a fearsome critter. If there was a sound, something scary, it's the critters of the night. Uh, lumberjacks who mm -hmm. regularly traveled between camps would stop to swap stories and um, in order to kind of spread these myths across the continent. Many mere fearsome critters were simply the products of pure exaggeration, um, while every once in a while they were used to sort of explain unexplained phenomenon. Uh, some of these, some some of them are called, there's a tri tripodero, a snollygaster, a hugag, a side hill gouger, which so that one sounds a little sus. That one, side hill gouger, like yeah, okay. wait. yeah, like I get it. Like don't go near it. Like that is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> um, I will read a few. I will read a few, and I'll start with the snolly goster, which does look scary. This, this, okay. So they're not cute. They are. They do look really <laughs> scary. Um, the snolly gaster, sometimes mistaken for a snally gaster, which is in the similar area. So don't be. Don't oh be God. getting tricked up between your snally gasters <sighs> and your snally gasters. <laughs> um, it's a long amphibious creature 
Uh, also, it dwells in swamps in the south, but it especially it is especially common around Lake. Oh God, Okeechobee in Florida. The snallygoster will eat any meat, but it prefers human flesh. Obviously, <laughs> of course. Obviously. I mean. Um, when it catches someone, it will use its tail to toss the unfortunate victim into the pike on its back. It will store the carcass oh. <laughs> on its spike until it's hungry. Oh, jeez, oh, that is no. so disturbing. <laughs> I'm just going to save is, that one for later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once it is ready to eat, it will drill a hole in the ground with its propeller tail and scrape the bodies <laughs> off of its pike into the hole. It will then proceed to grind the unlucky victims into a pulp <laughs> and then inhale or drink them. Sometimes the snollygaster will just use its tail as a club to batter targets to instead of its invasive stab. And that's like, okay, I would rather be stabbed than beaten with a club. Like, what in the world? So I guess, like, in this sense, the snollygaster was definitely born from like crocodiles you know it was mm -hmm. a fear of swamps a fear of rivers and stuff mainly because of crocodiles because it's like a crocodilian creature despite its weird boat fins like the propeller i don't know if there was like boats like that back then <laughs> like way way back then like i don't know how old this guy is in particular but you know he was half boat half crocodile and he was mean not a good fella. <laughs> um, so another one, this one I also do not like. This one's the Tripodero, also known as Collapsofemuris geocatapeltis. I know. All right. It just rolls <laughs> off the tongue. I probably pronounced that wrong. We're sounding very, <laughs> like, scientific. Very I know. Latin-esque. Wow. For a, um, yeah, for a fearsome creature, very, very, very well studied. Um, it's a mysterious creature from the California wilderness. It was described to have two contractile or telescopic legs and a kangaroo-like tail that it uses to balance itself while aiming. Aiming what, you ask? Um, the four-legged varieties of the Tripirdo mm -hmm. have also been seen. These lack the long tail, so you know that we got some variation. This is like, this is a very complex species, right? You know, they got different looks going on here um it lives in areas of dense crush and undergrowth hunting for birds and other small animals that are its main source of food when it sees some prey the tripodero slowly extends its legs thereby raising its body above the brush when it has a clear line of sight the tripodero then shoots a mud pellet which it stores in its left cheek out of its blowgun like snout then the prey is stunned and the <laughs> no. tripodero can then consume it it's like what in the world and just his to, left cheek, like though. not his right yeah it's it's the left it's very specific it's it looks so ugly like i don't know how to it it looks it looks terrifying it's like it just is disturbing i'm glad it doesn't eat people because it just looks super freaking weird um, when its legs are not extended, the tripodero can move quite rapidly. <laughs> I hate that too. What is with things oh, moving rapidly? Stop no. moving rapidly. Rapidly. That's enough. And stealthily through the bush. Although it's still easily outrun by other woodland creatures. 
Though outmatched in speed, the Tripodero's natural firearm proves to be the great equalizer against its potential meal. Um, it can be a very dangerous predator to small creatures. Oh, it's uh, it's not big enough to eat people. And the Tripodero okay. was actually in like a few books. I guess there was like in 1939 there was a a text called Fearsome Creatures by Henry H. Tryon, and then William T. Cox in 1910 also wrote about the Tripodero and fearsome creatures of the lumber woods. It's just like, it's just disturbing. The whole thing is disturbing. Another one, this one is Guya Scutis. Guya Scutis? <laughs> Something. Um, it's a fearsome critter of the lumberjack stories. It was described as a deer with rabbit ears and fangs, while it's also been described as a kind of giant lizard. Um, storyteller John Dashney spun a yarn about his grandfather hunting them on a reg- regular basis and claimed they were built along the lines of a razorback hog. And if no one's seen a, ra- those are the kinds of pigs that you cannot mm-hmm. chill with. Like they, there's wild <laughs> pigs and they, they're nasty. Yeah, like they're so nasty. Think people really realize how big wild boars are too. Yeah, like, they. It, they're aggressive they're violent whatever you're picturing like double it pretty much yeah and they're like not like oh they're gonna bite you like they want to like gut you like they want to yeah, like, thrash you. that's and, why like, like yeah like that's why that happened in the medieval times like people would literally get gored when they were out hunting like they are not fucking around <laughs> no they are not messing around um, the Guascutis is characterized as having some legs shorter than the other, which gives it the ability to walk easily on hilly and rocky terrain, which I think is so silly. <laughs> like, it's basically saying because of the <laughs> elevation, so you have two legs on one side that are super yeah. short and two on the other that are super long, so it's basically like standing that can't straight. can't be useful. <laughs> Absolutely like, I mean, not. I guess. I guess. But what happens when you're not on the hill? Like Or like when you turn around and your short legs on the long side and your long <laughs> yeah, legs are on the yeah, short side. You have to only move in one direction for the rest oh of my your God. life. Um, <laughs> it it also swung from the trees with a powerful tail. Like, geez, Puma, what the fuck is going on here? It was once a part of a wild animal show in a circus. Many people paid to see it, but the circus entertainers okay. warned that it had escaped, and that's why people were seeing it in the wilderness. People fled in fear, and the entertainers were able to profit from all their takings. Another tells of a farmer who was able to breed the bees with his sheep, producing a pet that easily walked the hilly farms, but was slow on flat roads, obviously, because it had <laughs> yeah. um, it was completely unbalanced. <laughs> Uneven legs. <laughs> yeah, like what in the actual world? In another, let's see where my other one is. Then we have the the uh, the hue the hugg the hue gag is um, a huge animal of the lake states. It its range includes western Wisconsin, northern Minnesota, and a territory extending indefinitely northward in the Canadian wilds towards Hudson Bay. Inside, the hugag may be compared to the moose, which moose are big, if no one knew or has seen <laughs> a moose. They are fucking huge. 
Like, I think I that's like also an animal. about moose before, too. Yeah, I, th- I was just thinking, I was like, I think we've definitely also warned people about <laughs> moose. <laughs> we are terrified now, of moose, is the... <laughs> they are big. Like, people, because I think... Do you know that moose think, swim? Yes, that's... That's what's also weird. There's... So- yeah. Yeah, moose are scary, <laughs> and they're very protective of their young. I don't know why we're, like, so knowledgeable yeah. of all these, like, scary, random boars and mooses, but you need to... Moose-eye? <laughs> mooses? You need to be careful, people. Like, it's dangerous out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moose. I saw some when I was driving home from uh, the Adirondacks mountain range in New York, and there were two young moose in, and I was like, oh my god, I was so excited because I'd never seen wild moose before. But yeah, they tell you, if if you hit a moose with your car... You're dying, and the moose is walking away. Yeah, like you're not walking. You are, are not walking away from that, but the moose is just like, oh, whatever, because you're gonna hit its legs. It's gonna be fine. It, your car yeah. cannot even reach its torso. It's that big. That is so scary. I uh, hate that. I hate that. Yeah. I mean, I love it for the moose. Like, congratulations! Like, you worked so hard. Yeah. To evolve to who you are today. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, but you're terrifying well to me. <laughs> You're so scary. So scary. God. So, in size, the Hugag may be compared to the moose. Um, Very noticeable, however, are its jointless legs. (laughs) So, it walks like... Mm. (laughs) Like little... Yeah, wait. Because it has Like on stilts. Yeah, it's like it's on stilts. I don't know if anyone could like... I'm just making sounds over here as if like people could really figure out what the fuck I'm talking (laughs) about. Um, they can get the vibe. Which compel the animal to remain on its feet because if it lays down, it's never getting back up again because its legs have no joints. Um, oh my God. Its well. upper lip, and it, well, it, has, it also has a very long upper lip, which prevents it from grazing. If it tried that method of feeding, it would simply trap its lower lip in the dirt like it would just get all like tangled up so it's just like on stilts and has like a long upper lip that it doesn't drag well, against the ground snout. but it kind of just like hangs there like i'm trying to figure out like how you know like <laughs> a poor fella did not get the pick of the gene pool did no. not do his best we, we congratulated um, the moose on their uh evolution but this one hugag not ideal not ideal yeah um its head and neck are leathery and hairless. It's strangely, mm. it has strangely uh, corrugated, I'm def- this is definitely a word I know, but I'm not pronouncing it right, corrugated ears that flop downward. So kind of like, um, oh, they're shaped like, like lamb ears. Do you know what I'm talking about? They kind of like go downward. Is it a lamb? Like they're floppy? Yeah, but they ca- they like, they like stick out like this, so they look like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know? Yeah, yeah they're like um, yeah, they're like lamb ears I or something. I don't know how. I don't know how to explain that to listeners. It's like <laughs> doesn't if matter. You, like if you fold the tortilla and put it upside down and put two next to you, is that like you? Know, <laughs> do you get the idea? Sure. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Good. Um, sure. They flop downward. <laughs> they they have they're four toed. They have a long bushy tail, shaggy coat, and the general makeup give the beast an unmistakably prehistoric appearance. The Hugag has a perfect uh, mania for traveling. A few hunters who have taken up its trail 
um, claim to see the beast. Usually, once they do, they like, run back to camp. They're like, hell no. I don't know why. It doesn't appear to be capable of aggression. I mean, like, I guess maybe if you see something super fucked up and weird, you do want to run away. Yeah. But I just feel bad for this guy. Yeah. Um, it is reported to keep going all day long, uh, browsing on twigs, flopping its lip around trees, and stripping bark as occasion offers. And at night, since it cannot lie down, it leans against a tree, uh, bracing its hind legs and oh. marking time with its front. So I guess it like leans and then like just oh. marks the ground of how much time has passed. It's like so sad. Oh. That's literally a lonely existence. Our man just wants to be able to lie down. He just oh. wants to chill. Uh, the most successful... Hugag hunters have adopted the practice of notching trees so that they are almost ready to fall. And when the Hugag leans up against one, the animal no! comes down because the tree breaks. Oh my god, I'm actually feeling some sort of emotion. For this Leave Hugag. them alone. Yeah, wait. Leave this them is alone. so sad. And it's not even like fair oh. hunting. They're literally just like setting him up to fail. Yeah. Like after a long day of sim- uh, of just walking on his stilt legs, he's like, I'm going <sighs> to lean against this beautiful tree and it breaks and he can't do anything about it. Oh my god. I'm so- <laughs> Stop. I hate this. I'm emotionally I hate invested this. in this critter. Um, <laughs> the last alone. one killed so far as known was on Turtle River in northern Minnesota. Um, it was a young one and it was 1800 pounds um it was found stuck in the mud it was knocked in the head by mike flynn of cass lake that is so sad so there's a huge list of yeah my thoughts exactly fuck that guy um there's like a huge list of fearsome critters it's i don't know if i think the fearsome critters in themselves are cryptids but they're almost like a sub genre because you have like you know your yetis Mm. your chupacabras and all these scary stuff and then like on the side it's like also check out for some critters like here's a huge list of these hmm. and there's like a, a pretty expansive list i would say the one i'm looking at right now has 334 fearsome critters on it damn okay yeah okay. we have ranging ranging from the fog hog um the speed demon <laughs> the bluish shrew mouse like i mean so, i mean some of them are pretty like the pickle licker <laughs> like it was the pickle licker um oh no so, yeah there's That's like just me there's... late at night caught on camera <laughs> i'm scared of you <laughs> the pickle licker <laughs> the pickle licker <laughs> i'm the pickle licker but yeah so hey. those are just a few a couple a handful of fearsome critters super fun and like all the goddamn, and like all the listings, like they're all just like super quick, like you know, just doing their best. So if anyone's interested in checking those out, I mean, they're fun to read. I've been reading them like all morning. I've just been scrolling through, like, what in the world is going on here? <laughs> it's very intriguing. But yeah, so that's that. Those are the fearsome critters. A little bit shorter than my usual. The last time when I went on that, like thirty minutes of talking about aliens but you know you know how it is <laughs> it's okay <laughs> it varies our beginning intro is pretty damn long so we're already at like an hour oh um, lord i was trying yeah i was trying to find a way that i could like bring in your reading habits and what happened with a uh, goodreads 
<gasps> but I don't know if I wanted to like out you. <laughs> oh, I can out myself right now. If you made it this far, then you've been <laughs> gifted with the knowledge that I am on book seven <laughs> of Ice Planet Barbarians. And <laughs> it is sick. Like, both in a good way and a bad way. I feel like I don't want to read it, but I have to. Like, every day I am compelled to read about seven foot tall blue men who (laughs) fall in love. I'll use a nice gentle term with human women. Who crash land on this planet after being kidnapped (laughs) by other aliens. It's insane. And each book is a different screenshot of um sorry, I was gonna say she sent me this screenshot of Goodreads being like, Oh, you finished reading this book? And I asked her, I was like, Does that publish to Goodreads? And she's like, Oh, I don't know. And it did. (laughs) Thank thank God. No one I know follows me on Goodreads. Oh and like, God. no one is like as, oh in- you're the God. only person I know who's as invested in reading as I am. Like, my only like real reading friend. Mm. And like, but I had to clean that up fast because it was pub, my, 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 my <laughs> profile was public to the entire world. It was anyone could see it. And I was like, listen, Good. I mean, it's fine. Like, I mean, who like, I mean, what, like, what, like, am I supposed to defend myself? Like you, like you know, I, I, my, my, my response would be, you read it then, you know, like someone has to understand this world, and I've chosen to bear the banner, you yeah. know, I, I'm venturing for it's, <laughs> there's 22 books, I read a book a day, I'm reading, I'm reading a book <laughs> a day on this, and I don't want to go into detail, it is not PG, all right. no not pg she gave me her account information so i read the first book and literally one of the women goes out to like find help and leaves the rest of them in a ship and she's literally having relations with this alien as (laughs) the women are like freezing to death and that's the polite way to say and yeah. Like, the worst part is though is like I'm reading it and I'm like, oh my god, I hate this. Like this writer makes no sense. And then she makes it make sense. She fucking makes it make sense. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> none of this, none of this making sense. Please, let's just not do like, this. Every time I was I'm almost, reading it, and I was like, this is so fucking weird. It is. And it I hated is so it. weird. And then he said something, and then he was like, I must protect her with my life it, or something it brings like that. Me I was in. like, damn it. <laughs> that's what that's what was like literally right. last night i was reading okay so each book is a different woman's perspective from the ship and there's 12 <laughs> women but there's 22 books so i'm assuming oh they're gonna get through God. all the women and then maybe they'll do it again i don't know i'm like very confused but like stop but with the aliens yeah and so i was like oh I, I, every time I get to like a chapter and I'm just like, this is it. This is, I'm not reading anymore. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is not, this is not right. Like, this is not what I want. And then, like, the guys, the fucking alien people, the men do something and they say something. And I'm like, that is so cute and romantic and some weird, some weird, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. It's weird. Uh 
but i'm on book seven and i highly it's recommend it if you haven't read it yet tiktok so oh yeah it's it's pretty much <laughs> half my for you page it's all i see i like it was it on one of those everyone like, was like oh my god i'm gonna read it yeah people are like i'm gonna read it as a joke and now they're like I don't think it's a joke anymore. <laughs> I don't think it's, like, it's a joke oh, no. anymore. It's pretty, yeah. Oh, I mean, God. it's an it's an emotional experience. Um, I think I've grown as a person reading it. I think I've changed. <laughs> I don't know if for the better. Um, sorry, mom. Oh my god! <laughs> if you're <laughs> listening, uh, um, sorry, Julia's yeah. family. This is probably too much for you guys to know, <laughs> but I mean, venture oh, forth God. on your own risk is all I'm saying, but this is rated yeah, X. It is. So yeah, not. Yeah. That's <laughs> all oh, I'm saying. God, on a side note, saying. though, because we were talking about my family, my mom sent me like a one second video of that doll I was talking about, my grandma's doll. I put it on the Instagram story briefly. I might put it as like a post because it is horrifying. Like she is, my mom agreed too. Scary. I was like, that doll is going to kill me. And my mom was like, oh, absolutely. Like that, that, oh, absolutely. That that, and I'm like, that is not an ideal <laughs> yeah. answer from your mother. Not an ideal response. <laughs> that doll's going to kill me someday. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> totally. You're, you're in danger. She's like, yeah. Yeah, she's Jeez. like, and every time I go there, I have to sleep on the couch under the doll. So yeah, why does it why does it Bush. stay perched up there? Is there like well, is that just it just it's just where it sits, and I moved it once when I stayed over, and that's when I had that nightmare where it was moving and coming to kill me. Oh, jeez! So since then, I was like, okay, like I moved her to same room, just like different, uh, like a dresser. I don't know whatever it's called. Um, and she did not like that apparently because yeah, she, I could not sleep and it was like until 3am when I finally fell asleep. And when I did fall asleep, I had a very vivid nightmare that she got off the dresser and was like coming for me. And so I woke up and I moved her back. I was like, all right, I'm so sorry, ma'am. You can stay here. My my apologies. My apologies. (laughs) I was like, my apologies. I'm so sorry. How disturbing. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, not ideal. I don't, like I don't think she has a name. Like she just it's it's just there, and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like the energy we created in the studio today, dude. For real, I would love to bring her to some sort of medium or something, and be like, what is wrong with this doll? There's something. God, it's always the fucking doll. I don't trust man. it. Yeah, why? No, dolls? don't trust them. Don't trust any dolls. I don't know. Especially if they try and to, to convince you they're trustworthy. Disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We see you. But anyway, we should probably wrap up because we've been chatting shit for like an hour now. Oh, I did yes. want to just mention quickly, though, if you do like us and enjoy listening to us and probably like one of you have made it to the end. If you like us on like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, it helps us reach other people and that would be fun. Or like subscribe. I never really mentioned that, but algorithm. That would be so but, nice. Yeah. It would be so nice for, for you and for us. It'd be like a good relationship. Yeah, or like leave here. us a review, but only if you like us. Don't review us if you hate yeah, us. Yeah, I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I will cry. I'm, my feelings are easily hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we want to thank our 
patrons on Patreon. We've got Carrie, Cassia, Brad, and Eric. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We know it's been a crazy month and we've been all over the place, but we appreciate you sticking with it and waiting for us and enjoying our content. Thank you so much. And of course, our other patrons on Patreon, thank you. We see you, we support you, and we we appreciate you. We really do. And yeah. as as always, we are your hosts. I'm Emmy. And I'm Julia. And stay spooky, my friends. Bye. Bye.